Hey guys, it's Hunter here. Just wanted to touch base with you all uh, before we jump into our episode today about skills. Uh, first off, holidays are coming up. We got a couple big announcements towards the end of the year, some holiday stuff. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye out. Might be some more giveaways, some announcements, a lot of fun stuff. Uh, also, had a little bit of technical difficulties with this episode. There's a little bit of audio dropout. I'm trying to figure out where that started from, but unfortunately... There are a couple little skips throughout the episode. Did my best to clean them up where I could without losing coherence, but uh, hopefully this won't be an issue again going forward. But yeah, thanks for tuning in and enjoy the episode. Sweet and puffy. Plus Sweet and puffy. Little spice. Yeah. All Just right, like me fine. when I eat milk. You should Sweet not be having puppy. any lactose. Like, <laughs> buddy, you gotta it's, stop. It gets real puffy. It's, oh god, it's bad. Anyway. Uh, hi. Right. <laughs> Guess we start the show. Welcome to Blank Bodies, <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade V5 podcast. I'm Hunter, and as always, I'm joined by... John, this one here. Uh, Sarah, the next one. And the lore bot... James. All right, so. We got into a rhythm. It's good. Oh, my God. Oh. Looks like we're a real show. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> no, no, I'm don't just. Don't be giving us credit. I'm just. Skills. Just, I'm quasi crippled, not fucking stupid. <laughs> you picked a unique skill layout. Uh, I like that you keep trying to bring it back. That's yeah, really which is, yeah. we're talking way, about skills we today, are. Guys. Hi, guys. I don't know if any of the hints that Hunter's been dropping for us to start the damn episode have let you know yet, but we're, we're talking about skills. We are, yeah. we are. After the uh, sect crash courses, we needed to get back to some basics. Yeah, we're going to skillfully transition back to rules discussion. Oh, my God. Fucking masterful. Just Bravo. Good yeah. sir. So what? Why the fuck are we bothering to talk about skills? Uh, we use them in a game. We do. This yeah. is true. Yes. I, I love how They're... you sounded confused saying that. Right. You, you use them. Uh, <clears throat> I, I I figured there was like three major highlights for like why this is actually worth a small discussion about. One, you can actually just build a character concept around just being a fucking skill jockey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, which is great. And I love doing that. It is the best. Everyone's like, I have this cool magic powers. I'm like, I got a fucking screwdriver and an attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Fight me. Five dots and a skill is kind of scary. No, it's great. That's one thing I do like um, Mm. is that uh, when you're building a mortal, you actually get bonus skills, but less attributes. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, having certain kind of specialties in the skills kind of helps like tell the story of your character and like, ah, this is their background and things that they've done. And you can kind of parse uh, story writing based off of like, oh, okay, I put dots in these skills. Why the fuck would I have done this? Ah, right, 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 right. Which is handy because, you know, the writer's block is a bitch and we all hate it. Sometimes you can work backwards. You're just like, why the fuck do I have four dots in drive? <laughs> right? Oh, God. Sorry. I just had a flashback to the, the Shadowrun character you made, which is just like some redneck. Oh, yeah. Uh, Future NASCAR driver. Mm-hmm. I love that With guy. an Uzi. Yeah, nope. just, uh, just this guy didn't give a fuck about anything. It was great. But uh, yeah. He cared then, about some things, and I think it was mostly, mostly the like, car. The car and synth cigarettes. Yeah, smoked just, a lot. He just always wanted more cigarettes. Yeah. And to drive. And to drive things. Ask no questions. Yep. Just threw a pack of smokes at him. There's, there's a good, distinct there's reason good game. why I'm happy that you bought the Shadowrun book, because I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to be in a Shadowrun game that's not toxic. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, there'll be toxins. There will be many toxins. Yeah, but you will not be a toxic person who's just like, I had a bad day at work today. Which one of the PCs am I killing today? Yeah, let us. We're not going to do that. But the other third uh, reason and the main reason I want to talk about this is skills is a great place to push players to be creative. Yeah. Oh, because there are some rules with a few five words like, yeah, no, no, no. We did encourage some back and forth between players and storytellers on uh, dice pool selections and stuff. That and I, at least when I'm running games, try to reward players for when they come up with unique ways to uh, use the dots that they've allocated. Yeah, I like I like letting people argue like, oh, I could use this to do this uh, to approach this. It yes. makes it a little more interesting. Yeah. I think it gives a little bit of flavor to this uh, the scene too. Yeah. You know, you're saying, well, I don't I don't want to use persuade. Instead, I want to use manipulate because I'm approaching this a little bit differently. Yeah. And it kind of gives that little zest to what's happening. I think. Yeah, and you know, encouraging players to think about using their skill sets in unique or offbeat ways also kind of makes them more invested in the characters they've made because it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I actually put dots into this for a reason and my guy's the guy that does blank mm-hmm. and this is this is what I do. This is my thing. Yeah. And it's fun. But yes, what is a skill? It's a thing you can do. It is. Skills define the ways characters most reliably or successfully apply potential. That's from the core book. It is. Page yeah. 182. 182. Yeah. So uh, these tend to be more of the things that your characters do or train in or practiced in as opposed to attributes where they're just kind of your innate abilities because some people are naturally charismatic or you know, more intellectually inclined, but you can circumvent that by drilling a lot into certain skill sets. So there might be somebody who doesn't have the highest int or intelligence, but they might be really good with fucking computers for some fucking reason. They got four dots in computers and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, not the brightest bulb, but goddammit, they can hack things. <laughs> yeah, things like that can happen. It's just like a rhythm game. Mm-hmm. Was it Matthew Lillard in Hackers? I think so. He was in a hacking movie and I... Was it was Hackers? So I feel like it was. I feel like it is, but also Matthew Lillard was such an iconic gentleman of like the late 90s and early 2000s. I just think he's in everything until told otherwise. Yeah, he totally is. Oh, Sick. good. Skills are broken down into three parts, which are the physical skills, which are active body, doohickeries, vibing, mm-hmm. fighting and driving and picking locks and being sneaky and all that kind of jazz. And then we get social which is your more talky, interacty skill sets, mm-hmm. and then mental, which is you doing the things with your brain. Brain power. Yes. If you want more info on those skills, and uh, if you go to page 159 in the core book, it breaks down each of the skill sets by their skill type and then has more info on what the skills do and like a vague idea of like oh yeah if you put three dots into this this is how competent you would be and a small smattering of example specialties in case you're a little confused but yes uh skills are one of the core ways for you to actually build a story around your character and how they're going to interact with the world as players keep in mind that uh when you're building your skill sets uh, should establish these based more on your character's background and abilities and actual interests and not trying to min-max. This is not D&D. There's not really a good way for you to min-max shit. Yeah, and when you do, you're kind of just useless like 90% of the time. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, I'm going to be really good at doing this thing and then just... 
You're kind of pigeonholing yourself. Yeah. I'm Unless an that's... expert locksmith. I put all of my points in being able to... I got a five in dex. I've got a five in... Uh, you can get like a four in larceny. Larceny, yeah. yeah. Four in larceny. Well, yeah. Specialize in lockpicks and then yeah. hang out. Even then, though, it's kind of hard to super pigeonhole yourself in this game. Because like you said, yeah, you could, you can take a specialty in lockpicks, but you're still going to have four dots in larceny overall, and you're still going to have those ability points that you put in for that that you can use. So that's... Yeah. Like even if you're like super hard specialized in lock picking, you could still have like three in decks, which is like a three dice pool. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you did the three decks and then the four in the larceny, that's a seven dice pool on doing breaking and enterings, uh, all sorts of just crime related thievery picky skills, which if that's something you are interested in telling a story about, that's great. But it it's kind of also a kick in the dick as a player to invest a lot of dots into something and then... Uh, build set yourself up to build a character that doesn't work with the story that's being written and you're just kind of like oh no right that character in like a really heavy like political intrigue game mm-hmm. might not be so useful most of the time you know what i mean because they're if you're spending time in elysium schmoozing the whole time hmm. you're no, I mean, stealing if you're, shit if you're able to not be at elysium you could be like ah they're all out of their house yeah you can either you know be the odd man out that's like smash cut and doing something super sneaky mm-hmm. elsewhere or, you know, you could be pickpocketing people at Elysium because that doesn't technically require a vampire power. You're just being a dick. And if you could, if you're interested in, you could also write the story of like, yeah, I have this guy that's been crime stuff and they're not really social. And now that we're thrusting them into a social situation and how are they going to handle it? So what we're saying is I was yeah. trying to give an example of how min-maxing is negative. But what we're saying is min-max all you want, because as long as you play your, like, your character properly, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to get at. It's like it's not like we're in like 5e D&D stack a bunch of points into things and then you're just like aha i cleave everything in twain and i am the master of cleavage yes that's a bard or um for our poor gm who's like ah yes the monk has gotten a surprise run. he hit him three times and instantly downed him i'm sorry <laughs> yeah it's it's more because it's a story based game and you're putting dots into things it's just be be aware of like the stories that you can tell with what you're doing if that's something you're actually interested in yeah, and I was going to say, even if you do play a hyper-focused game like you mentioned, where like we're spending most time like being sassy and hanging out in Elysium and stuff, either that's something you need to let your players know in advance, and building is going to be kind of hard, because if you're only doing social gameplay, then people are going to obviously want to stack all their points in mental and social and like those kind of skills which means all the players are going to be inherently better at that and they're going to have more overlapping skills so if your game hyper focuses like that you're going to have to take an extra step to make sure the players are differentiated a little bit between each other yeah and that's also a big note for storytellers is when you're doing character creation keep an eye on the skills that your players are putting points in because that's really a big clue for you, the kind of games that they want to do or stories they want to tell. So if you get characters who are like, oh yeah, I I have this plan of doing a big social political uh, game where it's a lot of snipey uh, espionage stuff at Elysium and you realize that people at your table have, you know, put dots in like melee, you might be go, hmm, maybe I could have a really cool James Bond-like sword fight off in the wing of the hotel at some point. Remember, we all on the internet agreed, no odd job. No odd job? No odd job. No He's odd job. cheating. <laughs> Goddamn. But yes. Oh, uh, Rosé. Yes. And also, I uh, wanted to highlight the fact that there's a lot of skills that I've noticed in my years of playing, especially V5, that people always put their dots in and some things that people never put their dots in and I don't understand why. 
And I find it very funny because the amount of games I've been in recently where I'm like, I'm putting all of my dots into insight and nobody else does. And then we just get into situations where everybody's like, hey, can I tell if this guy's lying? And I'm the only one that can. And I'm just sitting there quietly like, y'all didn't ask me shit. That's the reason why it's always either on the top tier of characters I build or close to it. Yes. I'm like, I want at least two dots in inside. Yeah. There's there's a bunch of skills that people just are like, hey, I'm a, I am always put points on this. And I'm just like, but what if you didn't? What would happen if you just didn't put oh. it somewhere else? Oh, which ones? Which ones are you getting spicy about people always putting points in? Oh, God. Fucking. <sighs> the, the amount of times I've run into games where it's like people have no points in awareness. I find very entertaining because that's your uh, I'm a notice shit. I have a dot in awareness, don't I, John? Yeah. You have one. Oh, my God. One's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I done did it. Uh, survival's another skill where I'm like, I was actually yeah, just thinking that. Nobody, I rarely do I see, basically no one puts any points in survival unless they're playing a game girl specifically, and then they put all the points in survival. I have two dots in survival. Oh, you need some of them. Yeah. I mean, if you want to have all of them, that's kind of cool still. Yeah, because there's, a lot, there's a lot of things that can be uh, wrapped up in survival as a skill. Could you argue first aid for survival? Uh, I would say it would kind of depend on the situation and what you're doing. Yeah. Because it's like you can't really uh, do like an actual medicine check, but part of a lot of survival classes is some very rudimentary first aid. Like how to splint something. Splint or, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you put pine sap on a wound for an antibacterial, you know. Yeah, I could see I could see a player making an argument if you're like, I need to forage for food for my ghouls using first aid to be like, not edible, not edible, actually edible. Oh, we were talking about using survival. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Instead of using survival for that check, you could prompt the ST and go, can I use first aid? That would be medicine. That would be yeah, medicine. medicine. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there's, there's some overlap with some of the skills and that's why it's fun to try and see where you can take things because fucking i i have i have been a monster with the craft skill in so many fucking games (laughs) if i have a player in your game and you let me take any dots and craft i i'm gonna fuck shit up and i am so sorry i've i've actually seen people suggest that you um take a specialty in craft from the beginning and essentially you're supposed to Mm -hmm. yeah no but like your further dots if it's not in that specialty you do it at the first dot instead of the ones past that some sts will do that if players get a little too out of pocket they're like i'm a special effects make artist so i have four dots in craft now let me fix this airplane as it's a way to kind of focus that if you feel like your players are abusing okay i'm trying i'm literally trying to wrap my head around what you just said what he's saying is limit it to only working special yeah so if you if you have you're like i said an fx makeup artist you're like i have craft and like special Mm -hmm. effects um, but they have like four or five dots in it. You have to take that specialty at the very beginning. And if it's a craft that's not related to that, you only get one die as if you had one dot in it instead of rolling the full five. So if you're like, I made a special effects artist, I specialized in that. Yeah. Then you're not rolling five dots to repair an airplane. Well, you wouldn't be able to do your specialty if it's like an airplane repair. Well, you, you wouldn't. Would, you could still get the four dots or the, yeah. Like if you had four dots in craft. Uh, yeah, you don't get the specialty because it's not a makeup thing. Um, and you should still be able to roll with throw dots and craft because like, well, if you have that many dots and craft, you've obviously expanded beyond what the base of your thing is. I, as the ST, would just up the difficulty because this is not your field of study. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's how I would handle it. Yeah. I, 
I think the simplified argument that uh, Hunter's trying to make is he's trying to say that Tom Savini will not be able to repair that plane very well. Most likely he has he's a master of his craft. I would say it depends on what what is wrong with the plane. Yeah. Because if it's just like, oh, we need to do like some a couple of wire things. So it's like me doing fucking yeah, the, Tom crafting, might know that. the crafting and cosplaying stuff I do. Depending on what's going on, I might be able to fucking. <laughs> now, personally, I wouldn't use that rule, but it's a home brew rule I've seen brought up multiple times. Just because yeah. specifically craft people will get a little... Yeah, well, it's like, at least with me and doing craft, it's a lot of, I limit myself to obviously whatever I have nooked myself into because you get the free specialty in your first out of craft as it is. Um, but there is a lot of overlap, basic things. So I try to be like, okay, what could I get at a fucking Lowe's? that I could use in this situation. So it's not like I'm trying to be like, oh, okay, I, I have access to things that a civil engineer would. Right. Like, that would be insane. But, you know, getting around security systems with a fucking uh, stud finder for 25 bucks or a voltmeter, you know. That's one way where you at least parse it a little bit. And that's also a thing with the STs where it's like, you do have final say. Yep. So you can you look feel- at them and go, no, you don't get to use your four craft to repair that, to repair that plane. You need to use science engineering. Let's really quickly talk about the scale here, yeah. actually, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like sometimes people forget that. Yeah. You yeah. know, a four in any skill is like an Olympic athlete. Yeah. Well, yeah, because three for most dots is you are like certified and trained. Like this is like you graduated college with a bachelor's degree in this thing. Like you are fucking good. Four is you are exceptional in your field. Like people might recognize you that also are specialized in this. Um, and then five is like edging towards like God tier. Yeah, it's like world famous for knowing yeah. for your thing. It's like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, yeah. Well, at least if we're keeping in the craft thing, like a five dot in craft, you'd like you're fucking Adam Savage. Right. Like yeah. you're that guy where it's like, oh yeah, no, I... I can do makeup, paint stuff in model building and puppets and I had all look, sorts I built of stuff. a car. Yeah. I got bored. I made a Totoro. Right. Yeah. I wanted to see if I could make a car out of Nerf guns. Spoiler alert. It's not great. But I made but it work. But it's a car. <laughs> I took a car apart and rebuilt it as a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me a few days, but I, could, I fucking did it. No, I think they did it in a couple hours. Did they? I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, because I, at least for me as a storyteller, like, I don't like limit people, especially it's like, well, if you spent the fucking dots on the thing, I don't want to tell you no. Uh, in the example of the craft, like the special effects make a person that's like, okay, cool, fuck, I have to repair something in the plane. I'm like, depends on what needs to be fixed, what the issue is, and if the situation is out of their kind of field, you can just up the duty. Yeah. Okay. Or it's like, if they do succeed, it's like, okay, you didn't personally know, but you knew enough to be like, oh, hey, there should be a user guide for this in like, and the stewards thing. And you found that and you were able to kind of like parse your way through it. So, eh. Okay. Within reason. Uh, I'm trying to think that. Also, I mean, just don't be a dick with your skill. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah, just remember this just is, don't be a, a, dick in this is a co-op thing. You're not trying to win against anyone. The GM's not trying to win against you. You're not trying to win against yeah. the GM. This is a cooperative story. Yeah, you know what? Co-ops with skills, specialties. Yeah. Oh my god. Transition. Yeah, specialties uh represent a particular expertise in one aspect of a skill. So this uh should represent further practice in specifically within a skill set. So if we're continuing with the craft thing, you could have craft 
painting craft, makeup craft, engineering craft. Macaroni. That craft cooking. <laughs> oh, I just need more vampire chefs. I need that. I still like uh, one of my favorite bits of spice for that one character. Mm-hmm. I specifically bought a speciality for athletics. Mm-hmm. Parkour. Yeah. If that's a speciality. It's definitely a specialized form of it. It's not one that most people be like, yeah, sure. Because athletics isn't always a, yeah, that's a speciality. Yeah, because there's uh, there's some interesting things, especially within like the, the physical aspect like aspects of skills with the specialties were um i i allowed for i would allow for the idea of like athletics parkour because that specifically is having a physical specialty and moving over like urban terrain um if you try to go uh athletics i think something that'd be more like running yeah that's just basic if you're doing a specialty in combat uh don't uh, it's not a good idea to allow people to do specialties in a whole entire school of fighting because that just gives you a bonus die for a fucking fight, and that's ridiculous. No. So I think. So I can't say I want to specialize in Muay Thai. Yeah, actually, I think the exact re- reference the book makes. Because Muay Thai is fucking brutal. No, but yeah. Muay Thai is fucking rad as fuck. It is. It, it is. looks it's really, really cool, cool and I don't have the bones for it. I've got one thing for you that we'll do when we're doing a research episode. I have. Uh, have World of Darkness Combat 3.0, it actually has the merit system to put Muay Thai in the game. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah but what <laughs> the book does good. suggest instead is uh, buy specialties in, like, maneuvers. Yeah. Or, like, Muay Thai strikes. Okay. As opposed to just, like, the whole... I have a specialty in Muay Thai clinch, so I can yeah. grab people's heads. Well. Yeah, well... Yeah. Yeah, where I've... Tony Jaa clearly has a speciality about putting his knees onto a motherfucker's shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I eat Thai food, I specialize in clench too. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> I really want some Thai food. I do I want Thai food I now. Thai food I really now. want a sound bar for wah, 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 wah. No. Peanut buttery noodles. Oh, God. So the first time I ever played Shadowrun, mm-hmm. um, my uncle was playing with us. And he made a character, I think you'll like this, named Batman Well. Oh, yes. Named after the Bat character in The Tick. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a troll street samurai that every time we got in a fight, he just got naked, first of all, because intimidation factor was his thought. And then he specialized in Muay Thai and he got fingertip razors and knee spurs. Oh my God. So he would just run up to people and a troll would just grab the back of their head slash neck and pull him into this chest and just start kneeing the dude oh. with spikes. It was pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. But oh. well. Oh, oh, last note on the specialty. So if you go to that section in the book I mentioned where they have the info on the skills where it's like, okay, this is what the skill is. This is a rough little parameter. And then they give uh, little specialties at the end. That specialties list is not the end all be all oh no specialties you can yeah you you can come up with whatever you want for specialties given that the st is like chill with it alec took entomology yeah he's just interested in bugs he likes bugs yeah always has been and i will say for old players a lot of the old books i think it happened more in mage Mm -hmm. but in a lot of the first and second editions they would start recommending extra skills um, and if that's something you want, I would suggest taking them as specialties instead. Um, and Dark Ages did the same thing too, where it replaced like firearms with archery and drive with ride. And it gave you like, I can't remember them all, but little, you know, replace computer use with like mercantile skills. 
Um, mm-hmm. You could use those as specialties if that's something you want to make an older character, you want to use a system to run mm-hmm. something like set in the Middle Ages, you could either use those as specialties or... Yeah, or, you know, like drive and, you know, charioteering or horseback riding is pretty analogous at least, and firearms still just covers ar- archery anyway, so it's like, hmm... But I guess, you know, depending on where you are in the medieval timeline, firearms could technically cover, like, really crude cannons. You could also specialize mm-hmm. yeah. in, like, archery. Yeah, you can crossbowmen, longbow, shortbow, hunting bow. Yeah, boarding cannons are a lot smaller than y'all people think they are. Took a specialty in sling. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. You can use a sling for a lot of different ways, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can use it as a bludgeoning weapon. Mm-hmm. You can use it as a rope. Yeah. You can use it as... Sling. I as I was moving, I found. Uh, I forgot I had bought this because I was really tired when I bought it. Um, it is a it's a slingshot, but it's carved to have a little raccoon face on it. I love it, and I feel like I should not have been allowed to buy that. Dude, I want to get another slingshot. I miss having slingshots. I have a whole giant pack of the hardened clay uh, pellets, like the white glass beady looking ones. No, the brown ones because they're actual clay. Oh. Um, but man, they're great because then, I mean, like they're a little bit, they'll still fuck up a window or a person or whatever you shoot it at, but they're biodegradable. So like you shoot it, it hits something hard, it just explodes into like dust and then it's just clay. So the cost, uh, the skills themselves cost three XP exponentially. So your first dot is three, second dot is six, third dot is nine and math, so on and so forth. Um, oh, so your math. fifth, that'll be 15. Just so everybody got that. Yeah. And the fourth dot is 12. We Shit, did the numbers man. for you. All right. We did it. You don't even hey. got to do your own math, guys. Uh, six. We, yeah. six, 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 eighteen. 18. Another rock, the you're right. Yeah, I yeah, that that XP cost alone is part of the reason why when he gave the example about getting a fourth dot in craft, I would feel so bad not letting them at least take a whack at trying to do the roll. It's just like especially if it was a dot that they put actual XP in and they didn't just like buy it straight at character creation. I'm just like, oh god. I'm like, okay, I gotta I let you roll. I I I'm not gonna say it's gonna be an easy thing for you to do, but you know. Eh. You got a chance. Yeah. Like more times than not, I'm like, yeah, let's see what happens. Best case for you as the storyteller, they get a fucking bestial failure and it's just going to be fucking funny. And they just tear the wing off the plane. <laughs> How small is this plane that we keep joking about? Uh, it's like one of those ultralights. Oh, okay. I was imagining like... It's more of a lawnmower than a plane, yeah. really. But, you know, I, I was here. imagining one of those. Not the full on, like not a 747, obviously, but somewhere between uh the, the like the 15, 20 person... Kind of plane where it's like it's small, but um, it's it's small enough that like you might have to personally work on it, but it's not like so small that it's just like a dinghy in the air. See, you I call had planes puddle jump or pud jump, pud jump. Anyway, yeah, I, see, I was imagining like an Airbus. That's why I was mm. like, yeah, makeup artist isn't gonna fix that. Oh yeah, no, no, no. it's one of those. If you roll well enough, you might be able to assist somebody who's having to fucking fix this while you're in the air. But like, you personally are probably not gonna. And at that point, you just shouldn't let your players roll for it. <laughs> they're Border- no, always borderline. Let them roll for it. If they want to roll for it, let them roll for it. Yeah, yeah where's... how I feel about it. If there's no way that they can succeed, if you know that you're giving them a challenge that they can't roll enough for, it's better to just be like, don't roll that. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah, you tell them, okay, you do the out of character hands and you go, look, as your DM, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Do you want to do it? And they say, yeah. You go, okie dokie. You got to get a 15. I, I'm going to give you the stipulation that if you do not make this, you're going to make it worse. Yeah, yeah right. You got to look at them and you be just, like, If they want to roll, always let them roll. But make sure they understand the stakes. I like that. I like yeah. what Sarah said, adding a little like, if you vampire. get it wrong, 
You're making the situation worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vampires always care about the stakes. Hey-o. Hey-o. Mm. Unless you got that merit where your heart's elsewhere. But no, yeah. that's a discipline. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the specialties, side note, are just three flat. And as far as I could tell in the books, there is not a limit on how many specialties you can get for a skill that you have. We might need to update this because I might have overlooked it because I am very tired. That's fair. Yeah, I'm, I, I, have, I have spent my willpower and I'm sorry, everyone. Uh. I feel like it, since you can't really stack specialties, like mm-hmm. you can't use two specialties for one role. It, I feel like an unlimited amount at three dots makes sense. You know, if yeah. you want to take eight academic specialties and be like, oh, you're good at biology, maths, science, well, history, American history, Native American history. I, I will make the note that I'm like, I would say maths might be a little too vague. That's fair. Trigonometry. Yeah, yeah there you go. Like, or calculus. Like, it's like, okay, statistics. Answer for this, whether or not it is worth uh, sinking a bunch of character creation points into skills, considering how ch- much cheaper they are compared to like disciplines and ability scores. At character creation? Yeah. Unless you're specifically wanting to make a skill jockey, yeah. Yeah. Usually I spend my points on disciplines um, because they're just so fucking expensive. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, because it's like five exponential if it's in clan. If it's out of clan, it's seven. Yeah. And I'm just like, and then you also have to find somebody who's going to like let you borrow some of their Vitae to get the out of clan discipline. And that's a whole. That's a whole thing. That is a whole. That's a whole thing. That's a whole we'll whole talk thing. about that later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I might be doing that and playing. <laughs> I've thought about it many times. I've got this, I've got some ideas on things mm-hmm. I want. It doesn't specify they should be willing. Uh, no, no, but generally speaking, it's kind of hard to like take Vitae from somebody who's like not keen on it. We could torpor them and then use syringes. You could. Well, He's fucking around and finding out. Fucking around and finding out. Yeah. I wonder if you could pay the circulatory system for a special drink. Yes. Ah. Uh, the answer is yes. The, yes. the circulatory system. It's Hell just, yeah. Is the money and or whatever the cost going to be worth it in the long run as opposed to making an ally or making an ally, quote unquote, and then just making them be a not thing? It's like, well, I can't owe a boon to somebody who's dead. Ha Technically, I mean, that's still, that's a, that's a whole thing. But yeah, it, it, I, I still don't have a good answer for this because like I played characters where I was like, I really want to be a skill jockey because I like playing skill jockeys. And then I spent a fuckload of, the character creation stuff into skills and I'm happy with it. And then I get into games and I'm like, I am going to get my ass kicked. Cause I have no points and disciplines and I really need this thing. It's going to take me forever to get to the XP for this. Fuck. No, that's how I feel. Cause I just want to get horrid. You just, you like being spooky. I just want to be a giant praying mantis human. We're working on it. It's going to be fucking terrifying and great. Mm-hmm. See, I like fuck around. You will find out. I like skills. I usually tend to sink my points into merits. When they are some yeah. degree, but they're not as powerful. Yeah, it also depends on what... Well, it depends on what you're doing because the merits are three dots flat. So if you get like a three dot merit, you're spending nine XP as opposed to uh, nine and then 18 XP. So depending on what you're doing. Yeah, I would argue when we do the merits episode, Mm -hmm. I would also agree with the fact that merits also help flesh out your character, much as skills do. Yeah. Just being like, who are you and do you do? Because there's a lot of merits that I look at them and I'm like, I need this for the story of my character. Yes. But yeah, uh, dice pools and rolls and hunger. Dice pools, uh, especially with the the skill system, and this is kind of really where this gets highlighted, because the amount of games that I've played in or I have run where people are like, I I want to do a thing, but I'm nervous. Mm -hmm. And what leads to that nervousness is the way the pools are created. 
So generally, more times than not, if you're rolling a dice pool, it's going to be some sort of attribute and some sort of skill. If you're doing a discipline, it's obviously it's discipline instead. But we're talking about skills now, so fuck it. Um, if anybody is confused on how to slap together dice pools, the book has four sections with suggested uh, dice pools. So there's conflicts on page 124. There's advanced conflict, physical, and social combat on page 300. We've already talked about that. There's predator pools on 307. So if you're doing a hunting Ooh. and you want with, that's, that's listed. That's cool. kinda, that'd be related to how you feed. So it'd be like, oh, I'm going to try and seduce someone. So here's the dice for that. Yeah, yeah. if you're a siren, then here's the book suggested. Um, and then there's Appendix 1, Standard Feats. And that goes into a little bit more detail of... Uh, certain actions that a lot of players tend to do and the book suggested combinations for things. And there's so many in there. There's so many. And that's on page 409. Uh, but these pools in the book are not the suggestion. They're more guidelines than actuals. <laughs> cool. Yeah. We're bringing back the vampires. Yes. All the time. Always vampires. Always vampires. Oh, I don't, mm. I don't know what that means, but I'm with it. Always vampires. There should always be vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a reference to something. It's just a statement. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm down with it. Yeah. Cool. I am trying to catch up on the uh, Sea Shanties by Night from the Lore by Night guy. That's been that's been good. Vampires. 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 But yeah, uh, players should definitely feel welcome to suggest their own dice pools for actions. The book says this, and I am, as an ST so far, I've been a big proponent of this. I fucking love this as being an option. So instead of me constantly dictating to you guys... Hey, if you're doing this, this has to be the dice pool for it every time. I'm like, no, no, no. I want your feedback and how you feel in character about how you're trying to go about and move about the world and reach out and touch stuff. Just be like, faith. (laughs) I know. I started to say it and then realized what I did. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, you did this. I did do this. But yeah, this this is a big, it's a good way to open up uh, new pathways for players to consider their skill sets and be like, okay, you're in a situation. You have to look at what you have and be like, okay. What can I feasibly do with what I got? Honestly, I like that. Um, I, I think it's in the core book. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about how like this is a collaborative storytelling. So even a teammate could be like, could it be this? Mm-hmm. And it's still a, a group discussion about a role. Yeah. Which I think is neat, personally. It doesn't have to necessarily be only with the player and the story. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because there's... Uh, I, I usually try to not build characters that um, do things that I don't personally know that much about. I recently started to do that and I am really grateful that there are other people in the game that actually know what the fuck I'm trying to talk about because I'm just like, guys, I feel really pretty. I just came up with this concept because I made up, I, I said the phrase Trememe and I was just <laughs> like, what if I made Trememe? I was really into computers and I'm like, I have two dots in tech at best and I can talk about what I'm trying to do from like a social of hacking into surveillance systems I don't know that much about. And I'm like, oh, thank God there's other shit. <laughs> oh, thank what, God. what do I roll, guys? Help me out. Guys, this is what I want to do, and I know it is feasible, but I do not know how to get from A to B. Right. So, yeah, having other people at the table that are like, hey, look, you're very pretty, and I know you're meaning to do this, but this is what you should actually be doing and rolling. And I'm like, oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> We're going to bump nuts. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I was trying to think of, oh, God. Ugh, the brain. But yeah, uh, dice pools that I've... I'm trying to think of the most creative use of a dice pool I've had in a hot minute. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and brag on Alec mm-hmm. and his arm surgery recently. Oh, yeah. Because um, instead of using medicine, mm-hmm. we used, I believe, um, science oh, for yeah. that role. Because he was, he was using the anatomy of an insect 
to accomplish his goal. Yeah. Are, are we are we talking about that in more detail right now or not? Nah? No, I don't care. Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, the TLDR of this is we have our little, our fun little Zamiti board that is like, legit, looked me dead ass in the eye and went, hey, what if, could I make a bone projectile come out of my forearm? And I just thought about it and I was like, I mean, there's that cone snell that like shoots a, a barb full of poison. So yeah, I guess you could. There are biological like shooty barbs. So yeah. And then we kind of came up with a rough... And we're, we're still, I think, hashing out the schematics, but you rolled yep. fucking good on that. And I was just I like, oh good. my God, this is going to be so gross. But yep. like, yep, yep, yep. it's going to be really cool. I'm also terrified because I'm like, if we, because I think we do have the maths for like the amount of force that a flea makes when it jumps. So if you're basing your designs off of that, I'm just like, how much damage is this bone projectile going to get if it's like, boop? So what I'm thinking to make it balanced, we're going to do a little bit of homebrewing here real quick, guys. So Hunter, sorry if you ton of damage. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe I should roll like a rouse check when I use it because like I'm willing the blood to go to the places and harden bits of my body so they don't just explode with the force. Well, we're, we're still workshopping it. I'm like, I definitely want you to do it. Yeah. No, but I would say that I would say there's also a potential for you to take damage, not as much as you would deal. Mm-hmm. But you are just like blasting bone out of your own body. Well, so the the full concept was it started with bone. And then I was like, wait a second. There are plenty of examples of Zamitsi like implanting things in their body. I'm just going to put a crossbow bolt in there and I have an auto stake in my arm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm saying, though, like, probably going to end up taking some superficial damage if you use that. Hmm. Especially Not a fuckload, but... Okay. Especially if it's a non-biological thing scraping through your orifice. I mean, I specifically... Des- we'll talk about that we, later. We'll figure it out. That that was an idea, but I thought... But yeah, when you were talking about that initially, like, what if I could use science and my understanding of, like, bug anatomy? And I'm like, I love that. Yes, please roll that for, like, the the design part. Mm-hmm. Like, that was so good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I also have I have to call out crazy bait because we talked about it a little bit together yeah. he helped me out a little Aww. bit thanks bub yeah no I, oh God. I wish i could brain better right now and i'm sorry hunter <laughs> that's okay <laughs> what do you guys think what are some fun uh interesting dice pools hmm I'm trying to think um see my character is built very socially so he mostly <laughs> through a lot of scenario yeah so it's not as much yeah yeah ellis's thing is definitely gaslight gatekeep girl boss mm-hmm. his way through like most situations <laughs> gaslight gatekeep hunt you through the woods for sport yeah no, that's girl where girl boss, boss. Yeah. <laughs> that's where girl boss kicks in oh god um oh fuck uh i'm i'm not braining stuff if you are do, trying to do research on an occult topic you should be able to roll academics right I would say you would get different information, though. Yeah. You yeah. could let players roll both. But, like, say I wanted to look up, oh, magical practices of the Hawaiian people. Why not? Um, if you did that through academics, you'd probably find a dusty academic tome that, right. while not inaccurate, isn't going to teach you how to do that kind of magic. But it's going to talk about, like, practices and, like, religious beliefs. Yeah, and- you might get, like, stuff from, like, an- anthropological papers Hmm. Um, like actual like accountings of uh, actual accountings of observations of the practices, that kind of stuff, as opposed to if you went the occult way where you would be like, okay, cool. I also don't know enough about the occult practices of the Hawaiian people to really yeah. give a good answer for that. <laughs> Thanks Hunter. <laughs> but you know, I, you know, but more specifically, you know, you would, you might actually be able to find like the specific rituals or mm-hmm. what they thought they were talking to, or maybe what they were actually dealing with. Okay. You, you would have more of that side of the information than the, 
maybe you didn't know what years it happened, but you'd be like, I bet this is how they did it. Right. Yeah. It would be more the occult side so of things. The way I was thinking of it was pretty much the same thing. It's like you're using a library to look up about this thing where the mm-hmm. occult side of it is like, I want to perform this ritual. Oh, I thought of something I've done in games. So um, I, I had a game where I was playing a Bruja, shockingly, and <laughs> I was being chased while I was on a motorcycle. Again, shockingly. And uh, the place I was trying to get to was in a factory district to a specific factory. Yes. Are Bruja even allowed to drive anything other than motorcycles? Yes. Yeah, Jeeps. Sometimes people <laughs> have very crappy four-door sedans as well because, you know, broke. Impossible. <laughs> but uh yeah i whilst i was being uh chased on this motorcycle uh i i had the brilliant idea of like well i'm trying to get some distance between me and these cars and i was like well there's a there's a, a chain link fence surrounding this factory i'm supposed to be meeting up people at and i dead ass looked at the st and said hey could i do a drive check to basically slide the bike instead of being completely vertical get it to lean as far as i can and slide underneath the chain link fence like action movie style. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Because they're like, what? I was like, yeah, basically I'm trying to either get those cars to stop and then have to either climb the fence or, you know, drive through the fence and like fuck up the cars and give me some distance between me and them. And he's like, you know what? Sure. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I was just like, ah, I'm using my bike as a defensive maneuver to prepare for melee. Which involves uh, a wrench. Right. Oh, the melee did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, eh, I know the wrench is technically a craft tool, but if you use it appropriately, it's technically a melee weapon, too. So that's exciting. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things. So you're saying is drive can be used in place of almost every other skill. Kind of. Well, it's like if um, I would say if Luka's you have set. Yeah. I would say if you had a bunch of points in drive, uh, replace a craft for a drive on repairing a car. I did that actually recently mm-hmm. in a little um, test game I was running where I had someone roll drive mm-hmm. to identify some like car parts sitting around. Yeah. No, that would be yeah, a good use sense. of that. Um, oh, God. There's a lot of things in science where I'm just like, actually, because I have these science dots, could I roll to do certain things? Uh, like, I, depending on what you're doing, I might supplement a science check for certain tech. Because it's like, yeah, you might not know, like, how the software works in this machine that you're running, but, you know, you, this is a piece of equipment that you use in the lab all the time, so you have to fucking roll it, see what the fuck happens. You don't have to have a high-tech skill if you're using, like, a centrifuge to separate blood. That would be a science roll, not a necessarily a tech roll, even though you're using, like, an electronic tool. Yeah. I think that, like, most of the physical uh, skills could probably be used as knowledge skills in specific scenarios, mm-hmm. just in general. You know, yeah. you see someone... Um, I was going to say swimming, but what do you really need to know about someone swimming? Oh, cool. They're doing breaststroke. Um, let's see. Instead, uh, larceny. Mm-hmm. Like if I had a four dots in larceny, I feel like it would be fair to maybe, I don't know, tell if someone's trying to pickpocket me. Oh, yeah. You should or be able to. even uh, someone near me. You know, I see somebody bump into somebody and be like, mm, I see what just happened. Yeah. If you, if you witness that that might be something I'd be like, okay, yeah, you get to do a larceny instead of awareness because so, right. you know what to look for in the, the, the shifty, the shifty shifts. Oh, I know larceny. I know lock picking. I know how tiny mechanisms work. I might be able to like figure out how this like watch or clock works. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about fiddling with stuff. Now, I would make the difficulty pretty high, I feel like. Yeah, but I'd let you argue. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know. totally. Totally. Yeah. And I might even argue where it's like if you're 
again at the, the going the larceny way, but the other way around where it's like, yeah, somebody doesn't have any points in larceny, but they're trying to like break into a place. They might be able to roll an academics or a science be like, ah, I actually know the fulcrum point that I need to wedge this in and kind of fucking MacGyver my way into this. And it's like, oh, OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I would say, honestly, all of the um, social skills could also be used as like a knowledge check, pretty much like animal can. Yeah, I could tell you all about kinds of animals that you spot or um well it might be like a science biology thing as well but mm -hmm. animal can it just be like a yeah you know about you know training animals mm -hmm. or like oh this is their behaviors you could be a whole ass caesar romero mm -hmm. or not caesar romero caesar the dog whisperer what was his name? Caesar something. Caesar Milan. Milan. You said that my brain to went to the the guy who does that, but with cats with a shaved head. Oh, that recently it made me upset. Which is the reason I stopped watching the fucking Animal Planet ad. But as we've said, the fun thing is, uh, you as a storyteller get the final say on dice pools. So dice pool, you're allowed to use it. Also, uh, things that you should note as a storyteller with dice pools: there is the taking half option. A situation that isn't dramatic or is not combat, uh, you can't allow them to take half of the dice pool that you would ask for the role as just successes and just let them go about the thing, especially if it's tasks that you're just like, eh, this shouldn't be that difficult for them to do. Like research, certain researches, certain kinds of like lock picking is like, yeah, if you're just trying to like move the story along, you don't have to sit there and like hold every scene up because you're like, okay, we have to roll the dice pool for this and checking for cameras and checking for lasers and checking da 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 da. Right. Unless you really want to, and that's the kind of story part or beat that you're interested in, then yeah, by all means, go through and roll that, but you don't have to. Like If you're if it's a very dramatic thing, if your heist is going on and you've got to like mm -hmm. break into the museum so you can steal the mask because it used to be your buddies and he really wants he it. He really wants it. He's kind of pissed that it's in that museum. At that point, that'd be a good spot to be like, okay, we're checking yeah. for lasers. We're checking for this. We're for that. Oh yeah. Like if you're going to a barn schmoozing for information, that's another one where you could take half where mm -hmm. it's like, oh yeah, if you got the one guy who's like super social and he goes to this bar all the time, you can be like, okay, cool. Your dice pulls eight. You got four successes. This is the info you get. Right. Cool. Yeah. That kind of thing. And there is also auto success which is if you may allow a player if you're the ST to automatically win if their dice pool is twice what the difficulty is. Oh. I, I, the first game I ran, I had a friend that he built a, a character, he did a performance and the dice pool was like 16 fucking die. It was fucking stupid. So I was just like, yeah, you just, you just do really good at it. I just, unless you really want to roll this for some reason, I'm just going to let you do it. And dear God, so many Just times. perform all the time. Yes. Never Tried to turn everything into a performance and sometimes I was like, just, would you let other people do this? Yeah. I would like to perform a car driving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drive real cool, though. Yeah. And there's also the note about modify modifiers, which are like little changes you can do to the dice pools, mm -hmm. which specialties is one of them. But you can also allow for a plus to a dice pool or a minus to a dice pool based on a change or of circumstance based around the, the characters specifically, which this is a good chance for you as a storyteller to reward players for being creative. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody's like, okay, I thought really hard about this and I planned and I have 
all my duckies in a row and I've done all these things. You're like, you know what? You get a bonus die because you thought this through and you're prepared and get, do the thing. You could make the test easier, but I would I like the bonus die better because mm-hmm. that's more of a reward. Even even if they fuck it up, they'd be like, well, I had the die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, there's a lot of things behind the screen with doing as team where you're just like modulating uh, difficulties and you don't always have to share those. But at least if you like give them like the physical cookie point of like, oh, you did. You know what? I hadn't thought about you using that ability for this problem. You know what? Have a bonus day. You did good. Roll it. Please don't fuck up. Or um, do. Or do. <laughs> to combine together for the hunger system, which uh, leads to the amount of uh, players and myself just fucking stressing at the table, being like, do I want to succeed at the objective at the cost of potentially losing my shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Which is the best part. And part of reasons why I'm like, no, watching players have to deal with the fact that they're like, yeah, I'm not very skilled in this. And I have, I'm at four hunger and all of my dice are red dice. And I don't know if I should be doing this. I'm going to almost sit down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do it. Ugh. Yeah, that's it. And it's something you can, uh, depending on the scene and the situation you're in with your players, it's a good way to build up tension in a situation like freaking uh prime example of the freaking game i've been playing recently they for some reason the gang girl at our party decided to go talk to some sort of reporter undercover cop lady he's like i'm gonna go stop him i guess we're just gonna watch the wreck everyone wants to be social though you can't you no, can't keep a person in a box no i'm not gonna but the problem was they ended up getting to like hunger four or five and they almost frenzied we were in an affluent suburb so one there's no one walking around for us to like chuck at him and if they were going to uh feed they would have to you know basically do a purge and like break into somebody's house and it was just like oh no oh no oh fuck oh fuck okay oh no so that was that was very entertaining we we solved that problem by my character being like do you have to, are you going to frenzy? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, if I let you feed off of me, can you stop yourself? And he went, yeah. And I was like, okay. And then he, <laughs> I almost died. Good. Stories. Good. Yay. Uh, yeah. And now we're really good buddies. Well, he's your really good yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> For a month. Yep. Yeah. You got bonded. Yeah. Oh, to stop me from dying, the, the fucking Tremere had to step in and help out. So he's technically bonded to two people now. No. So that's that's the that's the thing that I find to be very entertaining is just uh, uh, watching people try to do activities and then realizing like, oh, my dice pool now is like all the hunger die. And like, is it worth me doing this? And some people are like, you know what? I'm going to run. the I'm going to roll those hungry bones. I can do it. I can do it. And I'm like, oh, here we go. No. And you know what? Um, hunger's cool because it can also kind of fuck with you even if you're not really that hungry mm-hmm. no. like the first time alec met this crew we were in t- yeah. and you're like yeah this will be fine yeah. i can do this I'm, be chill. I'm fine and yeah. i bestial succeeded messy crit yeah. messy crit thank yeah. you i messy critted and so i ended up using my finger spur things to stab him in the chest well i mean he wasn't giving you answers he was lying to me and, and I am not cool with that. And then one of Lucas' convictions came up where he said, I'm not going to let him kill you. And you were like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm like, I got to go staking gun. Kane, uh, mm. damn it. That is why Alec doesn't like Luca. Yup. Uh-oh. I and was see, hoping to make friends. The story writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> and Ella's just sitting there like, God damn it, I have to get these pits. Get in line. Come on, guys. Do the thing. Final thoughts on the skills and whatnot. No, I think they're pretty straightforward once you keep in mind the um, scale at which they go up. 
mm-hmm. and specialties. I think those are the two real big things that I see people kind of missing out on is there is actually like you what that skill is because you know like oh boy three it's kind of meaningless unless you keep in mind like oh no that means you're like a professional in that field to some degree yeah mm-hmm. like that's part of the reason why it's an exponential cost because it's like yeah the, the more dots you have in the skill that's more of a dedication of time and it's like okay why is your character good at this what how do they do this what's what does this actually mean for you and how does it go are you falling apart? My belt just broke. No. That's whatever. Um, uh, yeah. And also, also we, we covered it, but I think a big thing that, I mean, sometimes I completely forget it is how creative you can be with these skills and how much mm-hmm. you can just kind of work them to what you need them to be a lot of them. I have a lot of unspent XP mm-hmm. for in our game because I always save up for big stuff. And it's like, I'm buying another five dot merit. Yeah. But um, now at this point, I might just like backfill skills because I have really ignored that part of the my build, um, especially because my character is so wacky. I had to put a lot of merit points down. You did, but it's it's worked out. Yeah, having some more skills might help, though. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what were, you, what were you thinking about specking Alice out? At? Uh, a little more combat-y. Yeah. His combat. We haven't had a whole heck of a lot no. of combat, but he his reputation is much more fighty than his actual stats would be if you look at him. So yeah. I need to fix that. Hunting and tracking and shooting, which is great. I love that. It's just, what if I did fox hunting, but with people? And that's, I'm like, that's so fuck. That's so good. I fucking love that. But, you know, if uh, the politique is going to go the way I think it's going to go for you guys, you might need to fight for your fiefdom. You might have to stab a bitch. Sarah, tell me how I got one of your hairs inside of my belt. Uh, That is not podcast appropriate. (laughs) I mean, oh, I just had to. I don't go. I didn't go into your room except when my hamster escaped and was like, I'm gonna fight your snake. And I'm like, that snake literally would eat you if it could get through the glass. Easily. And just this fucking Russian dwarf hamster that was just, I'm here to fucking fight God or become him. (laughs) And uh, fucking it killed its cage mate. We had a fucking black metal viking funeral for it it was a whole thing the reason why you don't get hamster terrible i don't remember the hamsters but i remember the funeral that was fun that was a good time yeah we had an actual satanic priest and we had black metal playing on a portable vinyl player it was a good time Mm -hmm. and those took skills that did take skills we had to start a fire wait was that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, we we had to start a fire that's survival we had to um recite satanic um rites that's probably academics or a cult yeah probably a cult um we had to i had to identify the dead hamster so that was animal (laughs) kin i guess (laughs) yes okay yeah that hamster's not moving hamsters usually move they usually move (laughs) i didn't say it was a high difficulty we had an actual satanic priest that he was using a cult Yep. Y'all, yep. that's true. Uh, we had, there was a performance aspect. Uh, we, we had to, we were trying to persuade one of the demon lords of hell to take in the, the hamster that died in combat. And that is how you tell a story using your skills. Yeah. Ba-da-ba-ba-da. Thanks, Paralyze, for the music. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Paralyze, for the music. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, this will come out in the future, but I've been playtesting for our first one shot uh very excited i can't wait to force you guys to deal with what i've written i'm in <laughs> let's go i'm already here we are ghouls we are ghouls we're doing, it is we're a, doing ghouls a ghoul game. game yeah and then i plan on ghouls 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 ghoulin no i plan on um 
releasing what I write as a short adventure for free for everybody. So yeah, again, um, uh, there's a reason why I think we're gonna have to adjust the poll for mine because I think I'm already writing mine because I've run this once before with people and I already know where the hiccups are. Yeah, I'm already doing the charts in my brain to be like, okay, this, 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 yeah. this, and this. You should let. Okay, no guarantees here. You should uh, let the people vote on what decade it takes place in. I think stereotypes for whichever one of you wants to volunteer to let the patrons decide what you're oh, playing. Yeah, yeah I had suggested good. letting people choose what I played. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, because I already know. I'm like, no, the decade will be late, early, uh, late 80s, early 90s. Did that thing exist? Does it seem like it should? Yes. Yeah. But yeah, so we're trying to get Patreon poll stuff monthly. Probably going to do a couple more throughout the month. Hopefully soon we'll have my stuff in order and we can maybe expand the Patreon stuff for some goodies. Yeah, goodies. we've had some thoughts. I know people are interested in stickos. Some and some merch. T-shirts yeah. and things like that. So We're on the social medias. You can yell at us on the, the Instagram at the Blank Bodies Pod. And you can yell at us on the Twitter. And by us, I mean mostly the lore bot. Yeah. yeah, it depends who you want to yell at to which social media uh, <laughs> outlet you go to. If you want to yell at me specifically, go to Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you want to yell at um, the lore bot specifically, Twitter. If you want to yell at anyone else, go to the Discord. Yeah. yeah. Which we have yeah. a Discord. We got community hangout stuff, got writing workshop stuff, and also uh, community promo stuff, which on that note, if you do stream games, uh, writing workshops, uh, cosplay, LARP, uh, crafting, art. If you're a vampire. Yeah. Or, we yeah, would like up. to do, do the, the interviews. And if you're anything, you know, if you, if you think you're or you are a wizard, if you're some sort of fake critter. Let us know. We'll talk to you. Yeah. Well, Hunter will talk to you. I'll try to beat it. Up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, get on the Discord. Hit us up. Yes. Uh, tell us what your favorite skill is. Yes, and we got plans for things as we're getting into the holidays, because I believe we have stuff for some clan retoolings. We got some stuff about major meta plot stuff in the works. We might talk about morals again. Morals. Which I'm very excited about. <laughs> Nobody else is. I like morals. <laughs> we're done. Anyway, this is the end of the episode, We're guys. at the done. We're at the done. We I... love you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye.